Hi friends, this is Cheryl from Tutoring with Cheryl and Tech Tutor Innovate. And I gotta tell you, this is exciting. It is December. We are winding down the year and I'm really reflecting on my year and the growth in my abilities and the students that I've seen that have graduated and wow, it's been so exciting. And I'm not saying like graduated high school by any stretch of the imagination because I work with elementary students, but they've graduated my program um, because they've met their goals. And what an exciting time to be able to say, wow, these kids are working hard. They are showing up, they're doing the work. Um, and I've got a couple, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to, I have a couple that might actually have met their goal by the end of the school year. They are consistently showing up. They are just really surprising me, probably as much as they're surprising themselves. I just uh, finished a a lesson with a young girl. Uh, She's actually close enough for me to drive to, uh, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense in my evening schedule when I have a lot of kids back to back. This is this is a little bit um, easier to do. And she actually came to see me at Santa Day. I was so excited. And I got to see her brother and sister and her mom and dad. And they left with books and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it was really great to see her. And we were just playing a game uh, where she was practicing uh, the long uh, vowel sounds with the silent E. And she got every single one of those words correct except for dude. Okay. That's a tough one. If you if you were really wondering, dude, hmm, I saw this dude walk across the street. You might be you might be stumped by that. Is it D O O D D O D E or D U D E? And we talked about it. And I talked about the silent E rule and why it was the U on this one. And she was like, Oh, I've never even heard of that word before. Probably not because it's slang. And I don't even know what kids are using these days, but I was using a word list that came along with the game that I had purchased. And um, so she was just loving that. And I, get this I used the Figma uh, jam, Fig Jam board uh, for educators. I don't even know if I. I'm saying it correctly when I say that. It's Figma.com's educator board and they call them fig jams. So I don't know if I should just be calling them fig jams, Um, but she was able to manipulate everything in there. The cool part about this, and here's the trick to this people, and I figured it out finally. Took me a few tries. Um, You have to spotlight yourself on the board for them to find you. And um, you have to actually share the link. You have to make it a public um, board. And as a matter of fact, I should go close that section, that session out because um, she'll probably hang out in the board for a little bit. And not that that's bad, but she doesn't actually have to be there. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, it was so simple to do. I just imported the, um, the PDF. And for the other two students that played the same game yesterday, and they did phenomenal too. Um, I had I had imported several pages, but we never looked at them because then I just uh, we just took turns typing on the board. I had the interactive dice today. I added music. She loved it, and her sentence is she didn't spell my name right, and she forgot her punctuation. But it was okay because honestly, we were almost at we were at twenty eight and a half minutes, so she was kind of tanked at that point. But she said Cheryl is fun and crazy. Oh what a compliment. I love that. I will take any compliments I can get. Here's another cool thing. In the mail, I got little thank yous from my New York visitors. Uh, Rex is four and he sent me this and it says, um, somebody helped him write this. Rex says, thank you for the tractor ride, the barn visit, 
and the books because they both love those books. And then my other little buddy, who's his brother, Rory, um, and he's actually my student. And he is, gosh, Rory, are you nine years old at this point? Um, I think he's nine. I should have that written down, shouldn't I? Shame on me. Um, he sent me a note that says, thank you for the gift. Love, Rory, because I sent all of my students a crisp $10 bill, and they got to decide what they were going to do with it. And of course, he went out and he bought Legos right away, um, which I, I just loved because I knew he'd probably want Legos, but I also knew I'd probably get him the wrong Legos. So it was great that he was able to go out and get whatever he wanted. Um, last year, I sent everybody um, like a... I don't think I sent books last year. Maybe I did send books last year. Uh, for their bu- for their birthdays this year, I tried to either send them something that would, would be something that they liked to do if they weren't enjoying reading. I didn't send a book. But if they were enjoying reading, then I tried to send them a book um, that would really excite them and they'd want to read for a book project at school or whatever. Um, but I think I'm maybe just going to stick with money. I, I, you know, at this point in time, there's so many digital devices for these kids that they're playing video games and doing lots of stuff that sometimes cash is king. Um, but they know that I care about them and they, and I try to make my lessons as interactive as possible. That's why I love this Figma Fig Jam board because you can do so many possibilities. Now, listen, I am a huge I'm just like a huge proponent of the Jamboard in Google. I'm so sad to see them um, getting rid of it, but this is a great option. Now, for my uh, last tech chat, and I felt somewhat guilty because I kept my conversation to about 30 minutes, but all of my participants and even the people who had signed up for it and and didn't weren't able to make it, they were invited to my Google Classroom uh, for the the Tech Hub for Tutors. And I in, I included an additional half hour of instruction. And I went into Google Classroom and I compared uh, Miro or Miro, I think it's Miro, um, to Lucid Spark. And um, I showed the differences. And they're both really powerful whiteboards too. But here's the thing. Not every tutor actually needs to have a whiteboard. It's just, I mean, there's some, like, okay, so my twin sister, Shelly Novotny, Shelly Adams Novotny, she sells real estate for uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And, um, you know, sometimes she needs a whiteboard, but she says she doesn't always need a whiteboard. But she wanted to learn a little bit more about Google Classroom and how she could maybe create content for her future buyers or for some of her trainees to use. And she's loving what I've shared with her. Um, and so she's kind of, um, I think she's already started this. If she hasn't, I know she's going to work on it in January because she's going to be down in uh, Phoenix doing some traveling and then she's she's going to focus on that. So she's made her content. She's going to be dumping, I shouldn't say dumping that. Um, she's going to be organizing it, that's a better word, into her Google Classroom and then she'll be sharing that out. But I know she's already shared uh, some of those videos that she's created uh, with her incoming buyers uh, because she wants them to know what she's going to be doing for them. Uh, what a brilliant way to share that. Like, you know, here's what I do. This, These are the steps. Here's how you get pre-approved. And a lot of times she's sitting down and meeting and going through all of that. And then this just kind of takes that step away. So it's one less meeting for her, but the but the buyers can get all of that education before they actually get started. Because unfortunately, many times when people think they're going to go out and buy a house, they think, oh, I'm just going to sh- show up, go look at the house and buy the house. But they haven't done anything with pre-approvals or, um, you know, knowing uh, 
their responsibility when they sign the dotted line, they they don't always know that. So she's really gone to a lot of work to create this for uh, her potential buyers. And I and I love it. I just love what she's doing. So kudos to you, Shelly. That's that's absolutely great. And then um, let's see. I was I was actually kind of reflecting on my year, and I got a little excited about Figma's whiteboard, which led to Google Classroom. But here's the thing: I've had so much growth this year, just thinking about my business in general, like um, really thinking about how am I going to get my message out to uh, my listeners, um, to the people who follow me. Um, you know, I don't need a million students. I mean, it'd be great to have a few more because I have graduated a few. Um, but the, the people who are committed to working with me, they are committed. They show up, their kids are doing the work. I'm so excited. Uh, but you know, I would, I won't say no to new students. I will definitely, um, be happy to support your child, but let's go back to just the growth that that I've had this year and the, and the way that my business has evolved. So if I go all the way back to, gosh, I'm going to say, let's go back to, well, last January was when I put everybody from in-person to online because at that point I had nine students and some of the kids were local, but a lot of them were not local. And so for me to remember, I had to drive from one point to another and then some kids needed things online and some kids needed things, um, you know, um, tactily, you know, they needed to be able to move things around and have a book or counters or whatever. It was really hard to prepare for that. So I just decided that if they wanted to see me, they had to drive to my house and, and all the parents were on board with, let's just go online because again, it's the distance and it's the time factor. When these kids are in a million things, they might only have a half hour, but if it's a consistent half hour and you're always there and you're always you know, I have a plan of action and they know it, they watch it, they've experienced it, they see progress for their students, they're going to do it. So I moved everybody online and it really helped me. And here's how it helped me. It helped me really target the type of student that I'm looking for that I know I can help. Okay, so that sounds really weird, doesn't it? So let's say that you you know your student's kind of struggling in school, but you're not really sure what's going on. So you reach out to me and I start asking you questions. And it's like, um, well, they kind of struggle in math and they don't really know how to spell and they they kind of they kind of don't really know their reading. And I'm like, okay, well, let me do an assessment. And I find out that, yeah, they might be struggling in math. They know their math facts, but they really can't read the problems. And then I go on and I dive in further and I find out that they are substituting words or they don't know the vocabulary, I'm going to say it could be more of a reading problem. And since I am a reading tutor, I'm happy to support your child with reading in the language arts, which is the reading, the writing, the spelling, the vocabulary, all those things that are built into being a good reader and a good communicator. And then I can support a little bit in the math because then maybe we'll go back and we'll just be working on our math fact fluency. So we're always going to be working on those math facts. And I actually have one student that that is what I'm doing. I was so excited because he got a wonderful report uh, from his uh, special ed teacher. And she was just over the moon happy with where he had come this year. Um, So he was really close to being right on target. He's just, I I don't know what the expectation for his grade level um, at his school is, Um, 
So I'm not going to say that he's for sure going to end up right on target at the end of the school year, but right now he was like right there. So, so if we continue to work really, really hard this year, you know, they might not need my services next year. He is a fifth grader. I advertise that I, I only work with, um, up to fifth grade, but he's been with me. He's my original person. I would, I would continue to work with him. He's just great. He shows up, he's kind, he's polite, he works hard, he puts the work in. Um, he really, he's just, I, I just can't even tell you, his confidence level has shot through the roof and his vocabulary has increased exponentially. His writing has improved dramatically. Um, and his reading, of course, has his his words per minute has gone up. He's he's actually pausing uh, at the correct spots. He's thinking about what he's reading. I mean, he's really getting this figured out. So where he was even a year ago, um, it's just really dramatic. So I'm really proud of him, and um, you know, his teachers are noticing that too. Um, but I but I really had to target the kind of student that I wanted to work with because you know. I'm not, I know this just rubs people wrong when I say this, but I am not the homework helper tutor. And here's why. Because it's it's a whole different ball of wax when you're just showing up to do homework. Yes, that is, uh, that is an important thing. But the homework is a piece of the equation, but it's not really the problem. The problem is, is that they don't know how, they don't have the skills to do the homework. Now, I'm not saying that I won't help with homework, but I will do that at the end of the lesson. So that's going to carry you on a few extra minutes if you want help with homework. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out where are you struggling? We're going to build up all of your skills so that you can do your homework. So that's that's really a mentality shift for some parents because they're thinking, oh, if I get a tutor, they can help my child with their homework. I want your child to be confident enough to do your homework. So then, okay, reflecting back January, February, March, April, May, you know, everything kind of went on autopilot with those nine kiddos uh, because we were moving people forward. I was actually saying, hey, you've met your goal. I don't think we need to work over the summer. Call me back. And, you know, I've checked in with them. Nope, they're doing great. Great. We met the goal. That's great. But then I had other parents who were like, I only want summer help. And so I was swamped this summer. I had 21 students. I was doing small groups. I loved my math group. I really am thinking about doing that again. It was so much fun. Um, I, I don't know exactly how I want that to look. I know I've already committed to doing a reading group this summer on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, uh, one earlier for the younger group and one a half hour later for the older group. But that's just really going to be getting into books, talking about books, the characters, building uh, background knowledge, vocabulary, and then and having a Google Classroom where those kids can hop in and there's activities built in for them. So I think that I think parents are really going to like that. So that is something that I'm going to do based off of this last summer's experience because it was so much fun to do that group. And so I'm really hoping that I can get um, some kids involved. And then, um, so that was over the summer and then school started and, um, you know, we've been working really, really hard. And I've, I've graduated some kids. They have met your, their goal. They don't need the help that, uh, they needed before. So I, you know, I'm just not going to keep a kid in a program that they don't need to be in. There's, there's no reason for that. Um, so I'm so proud of them. The parents are like, yeah, we'll check back if we need more help. And I'm like, absolutely. Um, because I provide a service, you know, it's a service 
for them. And there's no reason to pay for something that's not necessary. I mean, it's like having, um, having, um, I can't even think of anything. Having, uh, gosh, a babysitter and you don't have kids anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody will show up with a child and you could use the babysitter, but you, you just, you've met the milestone. So you don't really need that service anymore. And now, um, here it is. We're in December and I'm ending up the, the, um, calendar year, not the academic year, but the calendar year. And I invited 11 kids to be in the, my ed hubs for learning and seven of them are in there and I'm hoping they're working on what they need to be doing. So now what I'm trying to do is generate conversation in the stream just to kind of see, Hey, how's it going? Uh, ask me any questions. Um, but just because they accepted the invitation doesn't mean that they're actually doing anything. You know, uh, you never know. Sometimes parents will pay for something, but they don't use it. So I will be sure to remind them, you know, hey, you have this many more days of the EdHub. Make sure that you use it because um, it will be, it, it's a subscription. So that's just for, I'm autopilot. I'm This is not autopilot. How do I say that? I'm um, test driving it right now to see, see if this is this successful as I think it's going to be for the summer. And this is, I really developed the Ed Hubs, um, and I'll give you a little bit more information about those, um, in response to the fact that I knew I was going to have family here over Christmas. And last Christmas break, I worked all the way through. And not as many kids took advantage of my time, but I did meet with several kids, like some of them even bumped up their time with me. And it, But it was really hard to try to have family here and be teaching at the same time. So this time I just said, no, I cannot do that. I've got to, I've got to, figure this out. So that was the catalyst behind my ed hubs and they're housed in a Google classroom. I've got K through five. I've been marketing them all over the place. Um, and I've got a link that parents pay for it. Uh, I get their email and then I send them the link to the classroom and boom, they're in. And they have inside of there, they've got a welcome video uh, for the parents, a welcome video for the students. And then there's a story that I read. And right now they're all based on snow. Um, and then I have reading comprehension videos with strategies for them to practice using a graphic organizer that I've created. And then I've got um, a downloadable PDF of activities that they can use. Um, it, some of them are like 32 pages long. So it's print and play, not really play, but print and learn. And then lastly, if they're not a current student, but they're a new student, they get um, access to my online learning portal that I subscribe to. And they can go on there and they can practice reading and math and typing and writing. And wow, that's only $29.99. I think that's an incredible deal for what for the value of that. Um, because, you know, I don't know how many minutes your kids are going to be on that, but, you know, my hourly rate is way higher than that. And so that is just, um, this is for the entire month. So you have, you have this until January 15th. So if it's not too late, they've only been up for four days. I highly encourage you to, um, look, look at that. And if you can't find the link, you can go to MidwestTutor.com. Um, it's on my blog and um, there's a pay link there. And as soon as you pay for it, then I, I will send you, um, you know, confirmation and you can get going on that. So I just think that's kind of a cool thing. And I hope some people take advantage of it. The next thing I want to talk to you about is my um, tech hubs for tutors. 
This is so cool. I'm telling you, it's this is this is a lot of fun. I'm learning as I go. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I am not somebody who's afraid of technology. I'm really not. Uh, I don't always have all of the answers, okay? But I'm willing to go and look for the answers. So uh, what I've got in the Tech Hub for Tutors is, again, it's housed in a Google Classroom. Um, and then you can, let's see, I was trying to think. Yeah, it's how, yeah, I think I just have all that on here. I was just, I was looking at my MidwestTutor.com page. And if you go tech-coach-4-tutors, I think it's actually the hyphen, um, and then uh, backslash, but you don't actually need that. You can find um, information about it and how I'm supporting tutors. But this is really a super opportunity for you to get into my Tech Hub uh, for tutors chats. I'm offering live workshops where we just learn uh, technologies together. And I'm really focused right now on moving tutors from working in person to online because I had to have this real mental shift this year about how was I going to do that. And again, I went back to the old standby Google Classroom because I knew I could do it. And so I just have some ways that, um, some things that I can kind of help maybe the new newer person kind of learn. Um, and so inside of the Tech Hub right now, I've got videos and stra- um, like um, strategic thinking cards that you can use to outline what would your digital classroom look like. And so I take you through all of that. And right now it's free up until January 1st, or excuse me, February 1st. I'll get that right, February 1st, 2024. And then it's gonna become a paid sp- subscription of $12.99 a month. And you'll get two tech chat meetings with me per month. One is for anybody, and the other one is to really dial in on what you need. Um, and so I, I just really hope that you'll take me up on that. And I also just um, added as bonus material, um, the whiteboard extension video that I did not share to YouTube. And you can go to my YouTube channel, just look for Tutoring with Cheryl. Um, And I've got a couple whiteboard um, demonstrations there, but I have one that's not posted on there that compares Miro to uh, Lucid Spark. If you're looking for good whiteboard options inside of Google Meet, those are also really good, but I happen to kind of like the Figma's board. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of all over the board on that, but I think the more I use Figma, the more I'm going to like it, especially the fact that today I added music. My student loved it. I mean, she was just like, this is awesome that you can add music. And I wasn't going outside of the board to do it. It's just really cool. So check it out. If you're an educator, you can get an educator account by going to figma.com backslash backslash education. You can apply for um, an educator account. Now, if you're looking to work with me, you can go to midwesttutor.com. If you are a parent, you just go to midwesttutor.com. Um, there's a couple of places. Um, you can go to the Welcome to Tutoring with Cheryl. You can read reviews and get your child signed up um, for the winter learning package. There's also a calendar booking link on there that you can um, sign up for a free um, evaluation. Um, and that is just basically an assessment. And I'm not doing anything weird there. I'm just going to, you know, for reading, I'm going to give them a text to read. Um, I'm going to give them some word lists to read. Um, we might play a game and then I'm going to, I'm looking for 
patterns. And then I can tell you where I would potentially start with your child and create a plan just for them. Um, you could also go to the Get Signed Up page um, to see more or the Learn More page. They're both the same page um, that has more information about my Winter Ed Hubs. Um, and the payment link is right on there. You just click on it. The payment link comes up. You fill that out. It's through Stripe, so it's very trustworthy. Um, it will calculate tax when you enter your um, address. I'm not saving your address for anything, but I do need it for that. And um, then you push pay and boom, there you go. And you can um, you can use a credit card, um, a cash app payment. You can use Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and something else that I can't quite make out. Um, but I don't save any of that. That just goes into Stripe. So don't think that I'm going to be like, What's going on? And it does say pay the tutor. That's me. Um, and it will say Ed Hubs for Learning on there. Um, and so that's going to go in there. I will get notification that you've paid for that. And then I will send you the link to the classroom that is grade appropriate for your child. Um, now, let's say that they're a fourth grader, but they're really struggling. I might send them maybe two classrooms for the price of one because I don't know what they're going to really need. Um, and like some of my current students, I knew if they would struggle with, let's let's say they're a fifth grader and I knew fifth grade was not appropriate. I sent them like the third grade classroom because I don't want them using materials that are, they're not going to use. They have to use the materials that are appropriate for them. And, um, you know, as the year ends, I am just want to say a big thank you. This, this has been just such a phenomenal year. I've had such great growth, not only in my business and kind of changing things up and trying some new things and finding out work what works best for me and what works best for um, my students, but getting the opportunity to work with awesome families. You guys are the best. I'm telling you, you guys are the best. I love it. Um, and working with amazing tutors. Um, I'm working with some great coaches myself. I have to give shout out to some awesome people. Um, I have worked with um, Esme Lozano, who is, she has been my Instagram guru. Um, I've worked with Michael Gibbon and I help support him. Um, he's the coach for tutors. I help him on his Facebook page. Um, he he reached out to me and so I, I work with him weekly. I'm working with Mich uh, Kelly Michelle Duramshi. Um, she changed her Facebook page for from Tutor Hustle for Teacher to Tutor Tips for Teachers, or to Teaching Tips for Tutors. There we go. Teaching Tips for Tutors. Oh my goodness, tongue-tied. Um, and I work with her a lot, and uh, Yolanda Duguay, um, I, I work with her a lot. And these people are amazing professionals. They are just absolutely amazing. And then I don't want to miss people like Audrey Codner, who welcomed me with open arms into her group. She she really coached me on how to create a powerful um flyer that I have shared around um, and that I actually got a student from. And so um, I've been out in the community and I've been helping, um, you know, just be a part with my Santa day and then supporting kids and, and sharing my message by going to, to parades. It's been a great year. And I want to thank you for joining me for the ride. Um, I, uh, I am just so thankful that I can continue to do 
my job as a teacher outside of the classroom. I miss the classroom, but I love what I'm doing. And again, I just want to say, reach out to me, visit MidwestTutor.com. This is going to be my final podcast for 2023. And as much as I might want to hop on here and tell you what's going on, I think I'm going to end this as season three and come back with season four um, in the new year. And so I just, again, want to thank you all. Be on the lookout for information for the SOAR 2 conference for tutors. That is going to be at the end of March. I'm working really hard uh, with um, Michael Gibbon, Yolanda Duguay, and Kelly Michelle Duramshi to bring you a top-notch event. Also look out for Joanne Kaminsky's Tutor Conference Impact 5, which I am planning on attending. I'm so excited, Joanne Kaminsky. Uh, And I want to thank you and give you kudos for being such a great support for tutors like myself and uh, really inspiring me to take the step into doing this myself. I would not be doing this had I I not bought your book and really figured it out. So um, you guys go out, make it a great day. Keep the learning going and please visit me at MidwestTutor.com. If you like this, please leave me some feedback, ask questions, anything that you'd like to see in season four. Make it a great day. Keep the learning going.